0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full
1: Court Press, RJ Salves and Eric France and Gabby the intern's in the studio with me. Eric is not, I'm not sure where Eric is. Gone Not Forgotten. Alive, not dead. I just, I really don't know where he's at. Called me about eight minutes ago, reminding me he had a show and now he's not here. Hope he's okay. Uh, A lot to get through today. Some uh, controversial decision-making going on based on the coronavirus. How will it affect the future sporting events in the next couple weeks? And I'm talking about the NCAA tournament. We'll get to that in a little bit. Utah Jazz fall to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, In a game that they competed in, a controversial call that uh, ejected Rudy Gobert and ended his night early, and people are blaming the referees, but on the other hand, Jazz are at fault as well. Uh, Some big NBA games going on tonight, including in the Western Conference that have some effect on Western Conference sitting. We'll also get into that. Game time with Gabby will happen, uh, for better or for worse. By the way, Gabby looks spectacular in her Waldo costume, one of my favorite costumes so far. Um... I am enjoying. So, okay, hey, Eric. Call- I still
2: haven't found her yet. No, nope, be quiet.
1: Uh, you you need to give her the glasses. Give her your glasses. I want to see how this goes.
2: You got to have Waldo glasses.
1: Yeah, his I- are
2: more round than mine are. Yeah, but we're a little gonna- bit thicker. Okay, that rims. was a, okay.
1: That was in 1980s, 2020. Now, now we Waldo's adjusted his specs. Oh, it's A modern day Waldo. Yes, it's a modern. Well, yes, because one, it's a woman. Two, the glasses. Okay. And now he's not dressed so it, up in, in grandma's knit, knitted sweater, right? It's a jacket. It's a jacket from Abercrombie & Fitch, one of my favorite places to go to, go shopping. I usually go my, get my boots there and my my pants sometimes. I thought
2: you were going somewhere else for
1: that. Uh, What, the boots or the pants? Because there are, there are different locations I'll go to get certain items. The children's place? No, Toys R Us closed a long time ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, you called me about five minutes ago to warn me that we had a show, and now you're
2: late. I needed to stop by and talk to somebody. Who? Because uh, it's hard to catch this person in the building. So it was good to catch this person while they were here in the building.
1: Kent's always here. Okay. We had
2: a good talk. It was good. I'm sure you didn't.
1: Uh, Eric, a lot of, uh, a lot of weird decision-making going on in the past two days. We're going to continue with that now as the coronavirus uh, is starting to kind of make its way of concern throughout now the United States. The Ivy League basketball tournament was supposed to happen, and now they have actually canceled it for both men's and women's basketball. ...because of concerns about this, the spread of this virus. The 14 tournament, which was scheduled to be played through Friday... ...or excuse me, Friday through Sunday... ...at the uh, Pavilion in Cambridge, Massachusetts... Uh, ...it has now decided to instead award its automatic NCAA tournament bid... ...to the regular season champions, which belong to the Princeton women... ...and the Yale men. Even though that the Harvard men have beat Yale twice... ...by double
2: digits both games... What are your thoughts on that? I think it's uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, I think it's an overreaction. I think that I've had to wrestle with this. I think that there are organizations that feel compelled to be proactive because if they don't, they'll be liable if something happens. Um, but at the same time, I don't mean to downplay... Some of the serious nature of what is going on here. But in New York, there have been 173 confirmed cases. You know how many deaths? I don't know. Zero. Oh. In Seattle, it's a little bit different. In Washington, 167 cases, there have been 23 deaths. In California, there have been 144 cases. There have been two deaths. The number of deaths with this is very small. Yes, it is viral. It is spreading. We just heard today that there's a second confirmed case in the state of Utah. But I think we live in a society that one is reacting to news that uh, and maybe overreacting to uh, to the news of the day. But I think there's also this other aspect where there's a sense that you have to do something because if you don't, there's a social outcry, one, and a potential for lawsuits, two. I, I think there's been a, a lot of overreacting. I think that if you know, I was at the Jazz game last night, they had messages on the board a couple different times. Grant Hill's up there saying, Wash your hands, stop the spread of germs. You know, it was was a nice message. They had little uh, hand sanitizers periodically on the concourse, where we hit that. We're okay. Just sanitize your hands, wash your hands when you're in the bathroom. Get enough sleep, eat healthy, and is it that you're gonna be okay? No, but is it
1: that simple?
2: We are nine around, times that, out of, we are 10, around, it hundreds. of
1: people a day. And and so you assume, Eric, that if you are taking your vitamin vitamins, eating your diet, exercising every day and, and getting proper sleep. And getting proper sleep and, and washing blow, your hands. Washing your hands and blowing your nose is is going to make sure that you clear yourself of the coronavirus. That that is gonna take care of it. That's it's not
2: You're gonna fight it and you'll be fine. But, you can't say that. There are a few cases where there that. are groups of people, a certain you know, immune deficient. If you're older, uh, or if you're really young, yes, there are groups that are prone. But I think there's been a lot of overreacting to this. Okay, so uh, if you same go time, to it, the, it has really spread in Italy, and they're having to take vast measures. Like They're putting the whole northern part of their country in quarantine. 16 million people have been told to stay home to try to get ahead of this. I, I think what's going on in America is that organizations are trying to get out ahead of this so it doesn't spread and become a problem like it has in Italy and parts of China. But I think there have been some overreacting. I mean, my wife was in Sam's Club today and the whole like toilet paper section is wiped out. The whole no pun intended the whole water bottle section you said that was, I was like, wiped uh, out fetch here we go
0: uh, it's Like
1: really yeah can, okay, dude okay you, you, you I I use one of toilet happen paper to for need, three days
2: if you happen to need toilet paper because you just ran out yeah good luck how do you know that's not the situation that a bunch of people just ran out of toilet paper everyone at the same time yeah Consistently over the last week, it can cycle into that, man, where <laughs> everyone runs out of toilet paper at the same time. So, I'm at the Jazz game last night, and we had had some conversations on our way down, me and my boys, um, about the NBA was talking about, you know, they're trying to have some contingency plans okay, or these kind of conversations. They, they changed, Got you know, what the media availability is, and the players run a podium, and you have to be eight feet away to ask a question. And you can't be in the locker room. And they just, the NBA is trying to be proactive as well. And one of the things is talking about not having fans in the stands. Fourth quarter, Jazz are making their comeback. They, they tie the game. They take the lead. The arena is going nuts. And my 15-year-old pulls me aside and says, this would never happen. This game like this would never happen if there are no fans in the stands. I'm like, dude, you're right. He is right. This game would be so boring, and it would have been over a long time ago. Toronto probably would have taken care of business, and there wouldn't have been that surge from the crowd to get the Jazz back into it. I mean, ultimately, Toronto still took care of business, but it wouldn't have been near as interesting.
1: The first forward in Dayton, by the way, is also under siege. as the governor, uh, Mike DeWine. uh, said, has tweeted out for athletics for indoor events. We are asking for no events with spectators other than the athletes, parents, and other essentials to be at the game. Right now, outdoor events can continue. Uh, so this would most likely, Eric, affect the first four in Dayton next Tuesday night and also the first and second round games in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, not sure if the uh, governor is asking something of this or is it like, you're looking at your kid. You ask him to do something, but you're really actually telling him to do it, not just asking. You wonder if that's going to be the situation here.
2: Okay, so in Ohio, I have my interactive map here. Hold up. So in Ohio, there are three confirmed cases. Three. Three but Eric, three. That no, but, oh no. My gosh, stop. Let's I'm just stop saying, playing basketball. Dude,
1: three cases can't turn into a hundred. Yeah, on February twenty seventh in China, game. there was like what uh, six hundred cases, and then in eleven days it vaulted to over ten thousand. Eric, in eleven days from six hundred to ten
2: thousand. Do you yeah, but see there was the problem? No information about what was going on. What do you mean?
1: Well, it's okay. So wait, you sit in the building Z- and you all have. Hey, if you please, before you uh, sit down, check on your seat for a brochure about how to handle the coronavirus. No, no what the facts no are you talking about? It doesn't matter if you still careful. sit in the same. If you sit four rows from someone who has a coronavirus, you're still probably going to be suspect to it, man. It doesn't matter. Hurry and grab a donut. Grab one <laughs> now. Good. Why? Because you're afraid of the coronavirus? <laughs> are you afraid, huh, Mister Tough I don't Guy, know James? Mister, I take those. care of my body I and I eat my vegetables. <laughs> Want it? Go ahead. There you go. See? Yeah. Just because you eat that donut doesn't mean, you know, you're not eating right and having your vitamins <laughs> and taking the Corona. Uh, I'm going
2: to have to wash my hands now. I'm good.
1: Thank you, though. I'm not a, I'm not a crumbly donut. I definitely don't do Lucky Charms. That looks fattening. That looks. I'm no new coconut, and I definitely don't do jelly filled. But thank you so much. Okay, so the the NCAA
2: has issued a couple different statements here recently in light of what the Ivy League has done. They basically said, "Look, we leave it up to." By the way, James is one of the coolest guys in the world. (laughs) We leave it up to NCAA member institutions how they want to do things. And so they're not saying they're not basically they're saying we're not mandating that they have to have a conference tournament to decide who goes to the NCAA tournament. Additionally, they just issued another statement just 20 minutes ago. The NCAA continues to assess how COVID-19 impacts the conduct of our tournaments and events. We're consulting with public health officials and our COVID-19 advisory panel who are leading experts in epidemiology and public health and will make decisions in the coming days. So here's the thing. Basically, they're just saying, we know it's there. We're talking about it. We're doing our diligence. So you can't say we didn't do anything. Because it's
1: getting overblown. It is getting overblown, and I am. I'm sick of hearing about it, but I understand why we are hearing about it. I do. I completely understand why. And it's going to be that way for a while, for a long while.
2: I I agree. I think for another month, at least. At least. This may even start to ramp up even more than it is.
1: Could you imagine a first four Dayton game, playing game in Dayton, Ohio, without any fans? (laughs) Oh. Hey, do you remember the, well, how long ago was it? Because um, there was riots in Baltimore. And the White Sox were playing the Orioles in Baltimore at Camden Yards. And so instead, because of the violence going on, they allowed players and media to come in and play the game. No fans of any sort, just players and media. And they played a game in an empty stadium. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like it was, it was a little bit airy, but it was way awesome. Plus, could you hear some of the, like just the th- the things that would come out of players' mouths in a basketball game. Oh my gosh!
2: It would be like if you got to look at what these uh, close scrimmages look like.
1: Yeah, it'd be a close scrimmage, but with your season on the line.
2: Right, <laughs> that meant something.
1: Yeah, that meant something.
2: You know, LeBron James came out earlier and said. Uh, if they decide to do this without the fans, I'm not going to play because we do it for the fans. And now we're starting to backtrack a little bit and say, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess if you're going to decide to cancel games, I guess, or not allow fans there, then uh, I'll still play. By the way, the, uh, I'm glad that the Las Vegas
1: had, or the Mount West tournament was in Las Vegas last week, was last week. Because it's been announced that the MGM has will stop operating its buffet service at seven properties in Las Vegas, including the
2: MGM Grand, which was where I stayed at. Now, people from all over the world go through Las Vegas. But every here's the problem.
1: Day. It should have stopped operating years ago because it's so expensive. <laughs> $32, man. It was $32 to eat at their breakfast buffet. And you know what? I had one plate, and I was full. I spent $32 for one plate. I didn't pay a tip. Don't tell anybody. Do you
2: that. know how many cases there are confirmed cases in Nevada? Three. Four. See? You see? Fewer than Ohio, but yet the West Coast Conference is still holding their tournament. Pac-12 is still going to hold their tournament at the T-Mobile Arena.
1: And when someone gets the coronavirus out of that, then they're going to be like, oh, and you're, you're going to come back gone and be like, you know what? My bad. It wasn't blown up.
2: The thing, the, I will say this. The thing that is a little bit different about this whole COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever it's being called these days, it seems like it, they change its name every two days is that you can have it for up to 14 days before it manifests itself. So I think that's where it's a little tricky. That That's why Google today said, all of our employees work from home. Do I not think, come to work. I wish you and I could do that. Just trying to be proactive. Because you may have it, and you don't not know it. You could be spreading it around and not realize it. We We just hired somebody here who... Went on uh, her spring break up to Portland and Seattle. Oh, come on, Eric. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't get the virus, did you? No, I was very careful washing my hands. Uh, you know what? Did you test We're him? not going to know for another week or two. Did you test them how, how would I test him? I don't know. Figure it out. Excuse me. Go,
1: uh, don't you know? It's like, your first day on the no. job. Can I swab your cheek? Yeah, do it. Okay, swab
2: their cheek. Have them spit in a cup. I don't know. I'm talking about mouth. Okay. Well, I don't know what cheeks you're thinking. I'm thinking the mouth, you know, with the tongue. I mean, those
1: cheeks. Have them poop in a cup or whatever they got to do. Let's figure it out. I'm not freaking getting more disease than I already am. I came from India, all right, and I came with lots of problems.
2: That' why you want to go in the north forty of the building. Yeah, so you can have your your social isolation. Yeah, and you guys stick me in the
1: corner like I have the coronavirus (laughs) now, all the way over there. No one greets me except for Gabby.
2: I had to make sure I hit the hand sanitizer when I came by and talked to you.
1: I forced Shania to come over and say hi
2: to me. She wasn't thrilled about that idea. I think that is it is correct that the NCAA and the NBA is ha- that they're having meetings, that they're meeting with health professionals. I think absolutely they should. But I think that the public is overreacting a little bit. I think the Ivy League has overreacted. I think that's unfortunate that the kids don't get a chance to play the games to de- to decide their fate. You still play the games, just don't have the fans there if that's going to be your solution. But things were worse when there was the H1N1 that was going around. Uh, swine flu. I Remember that? that?
1: I forgot about that.
2: So, I mean... Let's not overreact. We live in a social media world where everybody has to have a take and everybody's got to overreact and freak out. And then if you don't do something, then everybody's going to roast you for not doing something. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that is leading a lot of this is that if you don't do something, oh, you're just, you got blinders on, you're not paying attention, you're not being responsible. Well, part of it may be just, it's not really that. Big of a deal yet. And if it becomes worse, then absolutely take the necessary steps. But get enough sleep at night, eat healthy, wash your hands. Nine point nine 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 percent of the time you're uh, out of ten, you're gonna be fine. I guess ninety nine point nine 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 percent, you're gonna be fine. Wait, I'll get off my soapbox now. You good? I'm good. All right, I, I got a spudnut staring at me, so I'm good.
1: You got a spud nut staring at you? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You got a donut, huh? What kind did you get? I don't know, dude. Wait, you just put that on the table like that? Well, where
2: am I supposed to put it?
1: I don't know, but somewhere where you don't have the, you're not going to get the coronavirus from that. Now you just stuck it there. Who knows? Like maybe AJ hocked a loogie right there and yeah,
2: yeah, because I saw him doing that the whole time he was in here yesterday. No, you didn't, because you weren't here the whole time. You left. Oh, it's true. I only saw the first hour. So, yeah, he sneezed
1: right there, like on that
2: spot. So, we thought a couple months ago that that it was laughable that the Mountain West lost sight of what was going on with buildings and facilities to do their tournament. This week, man, blessing in disguise because they were able to still have it. People still gathered, they had their games. The game's played out because what if they decided? Regular season decides it. Utah State would be sitting around wondering, do we get in? They're just going to go with uh, San Diego State as an automatic. But
1: Yeah, that wouldn't have been good.
2: It would have been ugly. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, it's
1: time for Game Time with Gabby. And by the way, she came up with a concern, Eric, that we should be concerned about and maybe a way to help her i think we have a way to help her
2: does that have to deal with washing our hands no no okay
1: no something more vital than that eric much more you really need to put that donut somewhere else that's like that's not like, i really think aj hawk loogie there
0: the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan
1: I don't even want to be in the same room as you. I Why? don't even want... Dude. Why?
2: That's hurtful. You just... I already have mine.
1: I don't even want to touch that.
2: Not infected.
1: Okay. There's donut all over your face. You're a big disgrace. Uh, You just sucked your whole entire hand. Licked every bit of it. And not once. And then you're sitting here giving me the speech of, wash your hands, be your diet, da-da-da-da-da. And then here you are, like, Tch-tch-tch. you're like a cat licking
2: its paws to give itself a bath. <laughs> and then you touch everything over there. I'm not done yet. i got, I got more. i got to finish off during the next break. What the hell? I mean, just you, are you five? <laughs> Big donut! Like, oh, I stick a Clorox
1: wipe over. Couldn't there take now. it on one take. Clorox blanket now, more like it. Oh, that's so gross! All right, it's everybody's favorite time of the day. It's our game time with Gabby, starring Gabby the Intern. She'll ask us some questions. We'll try to answer. But Eric, we do have a small problem. I mean, Gabby, you brought this problem up. Tell him the problem that you told me.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well are you talked about
1: oh yeah we did we talked about a few problems, didn't we uh yeah, this one would have to deal with the fact that she's running out of
0: questions oh there's that
1: even though the sport yeah. has been going on for how many years, there's how many different sports and how many games and how many records we are running out of questions for some reason after only four weeks
0: It's not been four weeks
1: five weeks no, yeah, no, I just. I don't know how we run out of questions. That's that's all I'm saying.
0: I'm not out of questions. I just didn't want to today.
1: You didn't want to. There's just so many. Grandma B is going to be absolutely livid right now because she's taking a break from work to get in her car and drive around for nine minutes to listen to (laughs) Gabby, her beautiful niece, be on the air. And now you are like, oh, I don't want to be here today. Wait, niece? Niece?
0: That makes no sense.
1: (laughs) Granddaughter. 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 Your, your beautiful granddaughter, okay and She doesn't even want to be here today. All right, no. uh, is it the outfit? Is it the? Is it because I called you Waldo? I'm yes, sorry.
0: You called me Waldo. I'm saying so, no. It I was, It was a
1: compliment. No. Waldo's one of my favorite books. I love Waldo. I used to always buy the life box, Serial life boxes, to find Waldo on the back.
2: Fair enough. Can we get to the quizzes? Well, I mean,
1: I guess, but I mean, I'm I'm terrified here, Eric. Our intern's already running out of steam to want to be here.
2: I have faith in her. Well, stop having faith. She'll figure oh. it out. Rude. Oh, I'm, oh, <laughs> oh no. no, don't you dare, Eric. Don't I should, you dare. I should throw the remainder of my donut over here at you. <laughs> no. After I lick it. <laughs> <laughs> I know in you, you probably hate
1: Gabby, too. <laughs> All right, Gabby, go ahead. What the heck is this? Okay, sorry. We got to get some. Actually, that was good. All right.
2: What do you got for us, Gabby? Okay.
0: All right. Question number one. Who was the first baseball player to hit 50 home runs and 50 doubles?
2: 50 home runs and 50 doubles. Yes. Was it Lou Gehrig? No. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: Was it Ted Williams? No. Oh, those are my two good guesses. The splendid splinter.
2: 50 home runs and 50 doubles.
1: Wow. Um, it really wasn't Lou Gehrig, though, huh? No. Stan Musial. No. One more guess. Uh, Jimmy Fox. No. Who was it?
0: Albert Bell. Really? Really?
1: With the
2: Cleveland Indians, Albert Bell, dude, he was a monster. Yeah, he was good.
0: 1995,
2: you said. 1995. Isn't that um, interesting? That long. Yeah. For the history of baseball. That's what for I'm telling you. Because there's
1: like Pete Rose, but you know, he was in a home run guy. But Lou Gehrig, right? Jimmy Fox had a couple of batting titles himself. Wow. Albert Bell. Okay, I haven't heard that name in a while. That throws back some memories.
0: Hey, <laughs> question number two. In what decade did the Boston Red Sox win two World Series?
2: 2000 A- 2004
0: four
2: and eight. No. 2010 to 2019.
0: The first. Wait, what? In what decade did Boston Red Sox win two? The first one. First decade.
1: Oh.
2: In what decade did they win their first, the first World two? Series? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's on you. No. Oh, that's on you for not paying attention.
0: No, yeah, no,
1: just, it's her. No, she's, she's like, like what decade attention. did they win two World Series titles? 2004 I
2: and could. 8.
0: But that's not, that's technically not decade. But. 2000 or
2: 2009? No. No, it was a. F- oh, she said the first two. The
0: first decade. So we're like 1900s. Oh,
2: so we're early, early, early. Okay. The yeah.
0: first decade. Not year, decade. 1920s. Yeah.
2: No. No, it's uh,
1: 1900s. Like, it's like the first. John Russell Nin- says 1910.
0: 19, 10. Wow, wow, look yep. at you.
1: Go, John Russell. No, shut up, John. You know, you're not involved. <laughs> he is involved. He's getting them right. Okay, yeah, that's on you. N- Nobody got that right because you phrased it wrong.
2: <laughs> no. No, she did not. Yes, she did. No, she did not. Be better. All right, <laughs> what you got next? My
0: that. Okay. What was the first NHL team? Er, yeah. What was the first NHL team to win back-to-back Stanley Cup titles?
1: Detroit Red Wings. No. Man, they were good in the '90s too. That's surprising. Uh
2: Boston Penguins. No.
1: Boston Pink.
2: <laughs> wow. Not, Boston not Penguins, Pen- huh? <laughs> ah,
1: yeah, there you go. That was that sounded fluid. Uh, <laughs> um, let's go. Uh, Edmonton Oilers. No, Edmonton's number one one. Oh, Calgary Flames. No. No, it's uh oh man, it's the uh is it Philadelphia? No. Jay Russ th- says Montreal Canadiens. He's no? googling this crap too. No. Is it uh it's not so it's not the Boston Bruins. No. Uh would have been Toronto. No, not Toronto. Shut it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to get this one. Um, don't you dare roll your eyes at me.
2: Oh, Vancouver.
1: No, Vancouver doesn't even have a hockey team. yet. <laughs> uh, Vancouver Canucks. What are you talking about? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I knew that. I was just testing your medal. Um, I'm going to say if it's not Detroit and it's not Colorado Avalanche. Are you
2: Googling this? No, I'm not. You cheater. I haven't even typed anything.
1: Um... I'm going to go LA Kings. No. Okay, who is it?
0: Ottawa Senators. Oh.
2: <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa Senators. Figures Ot- it'd be a Canadian team. The Otters.
1: That's good back in the day.
2: All right, what's the
0: next one? Question number four Who was the first MLB player to have his number retired?
2: Hey, who was the first, the first Major League Baseball player to have his number retired? Jackie Robinson? No.
1: No. Oh, can like you know?
2: Took a, it, it. took teams a while to accept that. Um, first player to have his jersey retired. Is it Babe Ruth. No. Stan Musial. No. Who's
1: Stan? Who's the Stan guy? You keep. Uh. Lou Gehrig. Yep.
0: That's
1: Ooh. right, July 4th, yep. he uh, gave his final speech. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's a great speech. Yes. Have you ever heard it?
0: No. It's really I great. will go listen to it.
2: Consider myself the luckiest man alive. Did you ever hear the story about the little kid who came up
1: and, and hugged him after? No. So he uh, he got sick, and then he asked Lou Garrett to go hit a home run for him, and he would try to get back through therapy because he wanted to do therapy more. He just wanted to die. And so Lou Garrett. Hit two home runs, and then years like four years down the road, on that last day, the when he gave his speech, uh, the kid came up the the dugout stairs and came over and gave him a hug. Yeah, pretty cool. Interesting. I, there's a there's a book called Chicken Soup for the Sports Fan Soul. It is so good, so 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 good. Oh, it is great. All right, go ahead.
0: Who was the first player drafted in? The first NFL draft in 1936.
1: It's n- not Otto Graham. Not Johnny Unitas. First player drafted. Uh, Actually, no. I don't know who it is. Johnny. Let's go. You know, Johnny's actually a decent guess. Is it Johnny?
0: No. Who is it? Jay Burwing.
1: You are running
2: out of questions. <laughs> when was the first I, NFL draft? 1936?
0: Nineteen thirty-six.
2: Wow. I realized it had been around that long. So
1: you said you hadn't been around that long or the draft hadn't been around <laughs> that
0: long? <laughs> All right. Okay. Who is the first player to be drafted number one without playing college or high school basketball in the United States?
2: Kobe Bryant. No, I no, uh, He Kevin played Garnett. High no, he played high school ball, so he didn't play college or, or high school. Or high
0: school. It was the first player.
2: Holy Dirk, s- Dirk Nowitzki. No. Please. Was it an international player? Yes,
0: it was. It was.
1: Uh, Andre Sabonis.
0: No.
2: Uh, that left No.
1: Marie is there Sharif Abdul?
0: No.
1: Oh, Akeem uh, Elijah one. No. Ooh, that's a good guess, though. It came with Tumbo. No. Who?
0: Yao Ming. Oh. Or how? Are you?
1: Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So Akeem played in college? No. no. Oh, yeah. Akeem played for Houston, man.
2: That's right. Akeem played for the Houston uh, Cougars.
1: Yeah. They uh, lost to
2: Jimmy V's uh, Cinderella team. That's right.
1: Yao Ming, huh? The Man, he's... first
2: person to be drafted number one who didn't play any high school or college basketball. That's a good I'm question. really surprised it took. It was that, yeah, late. that late. Man, he sucked. Yeah, Dirk wasn't a number one overall pick. No. Nope. In fact, I remember,
1: yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. Huh, I didn't know that. That's a good one. That was a good question. Yeah.
0: All righty. Last question. Who was the first hockey player to win Sportsman of the Year from Sports Illustrated?
1: Oh, Steve Azerman. No. Wayne Gretzky. No. Oh, really? I really thought it was Steve Eiserman. Uh, it wouldn't be Sidney Crosby, he's a jerk. Um. Gordy Howe. No. I have no idea.
2: Patrick Waugh No.
1: Yeah, that's a good guess. He was a jerk too. Yeah, he was. Still a good guess.
0: Bobby Orr. Oh,
1: didn't he play for the uh, Boston Bruins, Bobby Orr? Did? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sure. That was a loaded, loaded. They used to have some loaded players on Boston squad. Anyone no, I Dallas? think you're
2: mistaken. They're the Penguins.
1: <laughs> no, that's the uh, that's the Washington team. Oh, okay. Gabby, thank you. Yeah, those were good. Those yeah. were good questions. We'll help you. You know, uh, get get better questions. Eric will. You know
2: Historical Historical Yeah Yeah Contemporary Contemporary Across different sports It's good Oh look
1: 9835 even texted him Bobby Orr He even knew before we did Which we didn't even know at all So yeah Nice job 9835 Yeah Our bad I gotta start studying hockey See I'm not a hockey guy Until it gets playoffs But you watch hockey what? I mean are you, you're pretty big in hockey right? Yeah I like
0: hockey
2: Who's your
1: but, team?
0: Do you have know. a team? Not necessarily.
1: The, uh, okay, Colorado Red Wings?
0: No. Them. I usually watch the Penguins.
1: But... What about uh, baseball's underway, though? Yeah. Does that excite you?
0: Yeah, of course it does.
1: I'm excited for the 162 games that uh, we're going to see a Houston Astros player get beaned. I'm a, I love brawls in baseball. I've only gotten one of them, but it was well worth it.
2: There's been some distance between all the uproar. You think it's calmed down? It's going to go away? Yeah, or I once mean, it starts going regular season. I, like, regular home Marine. When the
1: Astros play the Dodgers in LA, it's going to happen. When the Astros play the Red Sox and the Yankees, it's going to happen. When the Astros play the Nationals, the Nationals, it's probably going to happen. It's just how it is. But when they play Kansas City, oh, no. Probably not. I mean, Kansas City might do it because everyone else. They, they just want to be like one of the cool kids, right? Just because they're doing it, they want to be a part of right, it. We gotta, oh, we yeah. Gotta, we 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 gotta stick up for everybody else.
2: All right. we gotta add our own two cents. To we this.
1: gotta we gotta bean someone. Let's do it. So, you know, it's just it's gonna be one of those things. And if you're the Astros, you can't do anything about it because you earned it, you know. So and we've been through that conversation numerous times, but yeah. Uh, Thanks, baseball Gabby. Baseball season getting in the way. Thank you, Gabby. Appreciate you. Yeah, one. of
0: course.
1: Great, great, great stuff. And I and I I did not call you Waldo. I say, yes, you did. I we I said, call,
0: hey, you look like Waldo.
1: Okay, well, that I said look like. Not that you are a waddle. There's a difference. Though I would like to get a red stocking, stripe hat, and some glasses and just come into work one day. (laughs) Just to complete the ensemble. Hey, I'm on it. If you're still here by Halloween, please do. (laughs) We'll have a great dress-up costume contest and I'll vote for you.
2: Hey, really nice piece in Sports Illustrated about Sam Merrill and Utah State Aggies. Uh, More news about how coronavirus is affecting sporting events and the Utah Jazz Letting one get away from them last night on their home turf. Uh, concern for things to come or just a bad night from a couple of their players.
1: We also have the stat that blew our mind and our player of the week. It's all in the full court press. Eric Franson, Gabby the intern. I'm Audrey Salveson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. <laughs>
0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The
1: Fan. What is this? Okay, you know what? We got. Okay, for now on. This isn't the. the This isn't LX Club. Like, what is that music? Gabby, you're a country music listener, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Wouldn't you rather hear country, like, welcoming us in than techno music?
0: I would always prefer country.
1: (laughs) We need to work on this, Eric. We need to get some better music onto our system. You know, to pump me up when I don't have the energy to do a show. To pump Gabby up when she doesn't want to be here. And she doesn't want to do game time with Gabby, even though Grandma B's in the car waiting for a I, new game time with the
0: I didn't say I didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to find the questions to do it.
1: So then the next time, ask me and <laughs> I'll find the questions for you.
2: Haji <laughs> would be happy to find the questions <laughs> so he knows the answers.
0: Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank
2: you. <laughs> oh, by the way, did she tell you how close
1: I was to get or how good I was at guessing her outfit last week? How awesome am I? Am I awesome? Awesome, Blossom? The are awesome? That's a no. Great. Eric, we got breaking news coming out from Conference Basketball again.
2: Give me it to me. Two conferences now have just announced that they will hold their conference tournaments, but without the fans in the stands. The Big West is going to be doing that. They won't uh, be allowing their fans in the stands, no spectators at the Big West Tournament, which is being played at Long Beach State University. And then also news uh, just now that the MAC will not allow students, only credentialed institutional personnel, student-athlete family members, credentialed media, television and radio crews, and official team party members will be permitted for attendance for the tournaments. Those games are played in Ohio, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, where already the governor has said, Stay away. We don't want people gathering together in any form or fashion. So there will not be any fans in the stands for the MAC tournament. There will not be any fans in the stands in the first four that take place in Dayton, Ohio, on Tuesday next week. Getting serious about it in Ohio. They don't want it spread. Ooh. After there have been three confirmed cases. So, Cleveland, Ohio, also
1: has the uh, opening two rounds of the NCAA tournament at their house. Um do they play without empty are- or do they play without fans in their arenas?
2: On Thursday? Yeah. And on Thursday or Friday? I think it's Friday. Probably. I mean if their governor has made the declaration. <laughs> and so is media It's already allowed- affecting different the 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 Mac isn't gonna do it. The first four isn't gonna have fans there. So
1: so who I mean, officials, staff members that need to run the event. You won't need to worry about concession stands because there'll be nobody there to pick up food. No. Um. You'll need. I. I. Do you need security? I guess you won't even really need security because there'll be no fans there to worry about. So it's going to lessen the cost tremendously. Uh, media. Are they allowed? I'd imagine yes. Credentialed media okay. are
2: allowed. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Uh, and you know what, I, I can't fault organizations for trying to be proactive to limit or slow the spread of the disease. And when large groups of people gather together, especially in, a, in states where it has been confirmed, you have to take precautions. But I just think it's unfortunate they're, they're taking those kinds of measures. At least they're still playing the games, unlike the decisions that have been made by the Ivy League.
1: Uh, here's my other thing about it is fans are buying tickets because tickets sell tomorrow. I believe to go to the game. If fans are buying NCAA tournament tickets and they end up in, cause we don't know if they're going to end up in Cleveland or not. We have no idea where they're going to end up at. If they do end up in Cleveland, do they get their ticket refunded then? Is that what I'm guessing?
2: I don't know. It's a good question.
0: I would assume
1: they're trying to, you know, promote, hey, come buy tickets now, come get them. It's, you know, take care of it now. But then if they end up in in Omaha, in Cleveland, or somewhere where they shut it down, then what do you do?
2: I would imagine they'd have to refund the money. But you're right. I mean, schools that already know they're going to go or have a strong indication that they're going to go, you can start to do, uh, pre-purchase like get your name down to reserve seats you don't know where you're going yet but if they decide to go it, it, well it, when we know where they'll go then uh, if you deciding look i'm going to go with the team wherever they end up i'm going to travel there then you can get those tickets now you can get a kind of a reservation system already done but uh Yeah, if those games say no fans, they'd have to refund your money. Because
1: they talk about how the NCAA tournament is one of the greatest, I mean, must-see things, especially to be there. And I got a chance to attend my first NCAA tournament last year courtside, watching the Aggies play the Washington Huskies. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But there's also the problem of, I mean, if you're going to play an NCAA tournament game, it's going to be dead of energy. I mean, and that's the thing is how hard will, it, with the season on the line and a chance to be in the NCAA tournament, Eric, will it affect the energy of the players or will they still have that energy to say, you know what? It's full go. It's do or die. One and done. We need to win to move on.
2: It, it, it Really, it's going to be a lot like those uh, neutral site games Utah State played early in the year when they were in uh, the Bahamas. Not very many people there. Good competition, high level of competition, but no, really, no fans. Very small group of fans. So you better hope that your family members, you have a big family, yeah, <laughs> and they can cheer <laughs> loud. And they
1: can cheer loud. That's right, because families are allowed to come. So how would they like organize that though? They say, wait, what's your last name? Would they?
2: Yeah, they'd come up with some kind of a list. They I'm sure. Be tough to do. Maybe limit it to a certain number. Because you say, "Yep, yeah, I want mom and dad and brother and sister and grandma and cousin Jimmy and That's Aunt thing, Joan. If and- you
1: get like your aunts and well, uncles, your cousins, your brothers, I mean, the whole shebang, you're going to have a pretty decent crowd, though. Right. Especially
2: if you're from Utah.
1: Yeah. Like Sam Merrill. I mean, if they take him to, like, you, you're set, so, dude. Just there's large families in Utah. You have problems. No, there's <laughs> you have larger problems. than normal no, families in Utah. You're going there and you shouldn't. You're going there and you shouldn't. Uh, Eric, how serious do you think this gets by the, let's say, first round next Thursday?
2: Ajay, this continues to change every day. Uh, The the number of new cases is, it's not, it jumped, it spiked a couple days ago. We're we're getting new cases every day, but they're not to the same rate as they were a couple of days ago. So I'm hoping that what we're seeing is somewhat of a decline in, in new cases that are coming out that seems to be where it's trending and as more people are becoming more socially aware and taking more precautions, then hopefully this slows. We really start to see a decline and then we can get back to normal again. But I I don't think we're going to see the end of this next week when the tournament begins. It may still be two to three weeks before we start to see it really start to uh, die down.
1: What are your thoughts on the media not being allowed to enter the locker rooms in the NBA right now?
2: Uh, was listening to a little bit of that yesterday, uh, some guys were talking about that you can uh, get a better feel for some things in the locker room and, and stories develop from what you hear and how you interact with players in the locker room. And uh, That's an unfortunate part that's uh, going to be taken away, but... There's still going to be media access to the players, so I think it's totally fine. It's not like they're saying, sorry, we'll just issue a statement about the game, and then you can read it and take it at face value. No, I mean, they're still going to make themselves available, and the Jazz did last night, and I thought Rudy Gobert had a really interesting quote afterwards saying, if the, the refs aren't going to take care of justice, then I will on my own. Oh, yeah. We'll
1: get into the Jazz Raptors game in a controversial one as Rudy Gobert was ejected for really a crazy situation that really, that he did nothing wrong. BYU falls to St. Mary's. How bad does that affect them in their seating? And uh, we'll get to more of the full, uh, of course, Utah State basketball. Great article written in the Sports Illustrated on what the Aggies just did. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 am the fan
0: talking the sports you care about the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390
1: a.m the fan i've heard better that's actually all right i'm kind of cool with this Eric Franson, and Andre Salas, the Full Court Press. 50 seconds left in the uh, first hour of the show. We'll get to Utah State basketball. Great article, by the way, written about the Utah State Aggies. Really, really good stuff. Uh, you know, in, in the past Sports five Illustrated. seasons. Yep, Sports Illustrated. In the past five seasons, there have been five mid-major teams not named Gonzaga in the top 50 nationally in offensive and defensive efficiency. And of those five teams, four have won at least one, ter- or one NCAA tournament game that season. And all five were seven seeds or better. The Aggies currently rank, Eric, 49th on offense and 46th on defense. We'll get into deeper details with that more. We'll also get into stat uh, that blew our mind and player of the week. Uh, and we'll get you ready for a Tuesday night slash Wednesday night of sports coming up. It's all coming out the Full Court Press, second hour,
2: on its this way play. here on 169 FM, 13 a.m. The Fan. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Depending on where you live, there's a whole group of colleges and universities you probably never think about, except for one week of the year. It's championship week in college basketball, and that means it's time to celebrate teams like East Tennessee State, who just won the Southern Conference last night, or Belmont, who clinched the Ohio Valley Conference, or the Big South champs, Winthrop, or Bradley, this year's Missouri Valley champs. It goes on all week long small schools trying to punch their ticket to the big dance. They may not stand a chance next week when the tournament begins, but for their fans, nothing is more exciting than winning the conference and knowing they'll compete against the best teams in the country. There's really no other sport that can create these kind of storylines. College football is too top-heavy. The pros too corporate. Championship week is a unique and special time of the year. And it's also a great reminder of the names of some of the smaller teams that we only think about one week a year in March. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.